Welcome in to another edition of the Daily Tap for Thursday. Uh, we are joined by a special guest, Shaken Shannon, my guy, our house DJ. Uh, we're going to talk about the Shamrock Shuffle. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of bar crawls, the Milwaukee scene recently, and probably what's going on in sports. Just a, a wrap up of everything that is happening. And I'm sure some life stuff popping up here and there. Got some questions from the people. Excited to do that today before we get going. Just a reminder, we're on social. You know this. Tapping the Keg on Twitter. Tapping the Keg Sports everywhere else. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And then follow Shea Ken. Shea Ken with an underscore so you know where he's going to be on a night-to-night basis, mostly on the weekends. Um, and then, yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, if you aren't already subscribed and you're new, you're listening because of our guests, um, check us out. Give, give us a whirl. See what you, see what you like. But uh, let's waste no more time. Welcome our guest in. Shannon, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? Happy ba- to be here. Back at it. Um, yeah, yeah. Your uh, second time. You're now a multi-guest. Mm-hmm. A, uh, that That's a illustrious group. I think Murph is really the only one who's done. Oh, no. Our friend, my friend Pat also. So you're in a small fraternity uh, of people. Love so it, I, so last time we talked, for those who might not have listened, and you can go back. It was back in April 2021. A lot has changed, right? Yeah, like, at that yeah. point, you were... Still dealing with people sitting down. Um, mm-hmm. People weren't weren't up. Like, so talked about talk. I guess just from that perspective, like w- where you are to that versus now, where yeah. you're doing like a full shuffle. And tell us where you'll be uh, this Saturday. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's been a really good um, summer into kind of where we are now. Obviously, the Bucks uh, and the championship run was great. Um, got a chance to kind of DJ on nights that you weren't normally DJing when the when the Bucks playoffs are going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Milwaukee wasted no time kind of getting back into the no. season, so, um, that's great, great for all of us, um, you know, but it's been good, um, a lot of new venues and stuff I've been playing, um, yeah, it's been fun, it's been really good. Yeah, and talk about that, that Bucks experience, like, that was one of those things, listening back, you know, I was like, because I just wanted to make sure, like, I didn't repeat myself, we didn't talk about the same shit, yeah. like, and, and so I'm listening to it, and I'm like, Oh yeah, we talk about like a hypothetical box. Like, would you rather have a box title versus a Mello title? Like, mm-hmm. we thought Mello was going to stay. He ended up going playing with LeBron. <clears throat> um, th- there were a lot of little things in there, and I asked like, would you want to be playing that night? And you're like, yeah. And we ended up. I think one of the more fun like kickoff to my bachelor party yeah. was in the books lost that night, but we uh, went out. Um, my guy Pat, who I just mentioned, had felt like he had the time of his life. He had a great time out there, and and we the brothers was a great spot. I think for that the title run and the feeling of it. I think everywhere was on fire, but that area was just ready to come off. And the fact that Summerfest really didn't happen, well, it didn't happen, yeah. and that was what I thought was like the. Gen Z to early millennial or late millennial, I guess, uh, Summerfest because they were able to basically have this one big party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they were hoping to maybe get it again with the Packers or the Brewers and it just didn't work out. But I also think like there's a difference between they would be crazy for the Packers, but probably not the same, right? Because it's, it's in the middle of winter. Right. Like, it, I don't know. Yeah. It was, I mean, I think like because Summerfest wasn't you know even really a thing and having like tens of thousands of people and mostly kids at yeah. that time at the deer district and every time they played you know you were guaranteed a pretty good night if you were in the area right yep and so 
Uh, obviously, the night that they won, we spent, you know, at least I spent, you know, the first half at Broad House with you guys. Yeah. And and then you came and we embraced, you know, that night yeah. after. And yeah, man. I have videos from just, like, the celebration. Because luckily I didn't have to, like, play immediately after the, you know, after the game ended. So I have videos from, like, everybody celebrating in Brothers and just, like, the pandemonium that happened. And then the night that followed was one of the, you know, obviously one of the best nights I've ever had as a DJ. One one of the more memorable ones that I can remember. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, I, I try to capture as much of it as I could. I remember driving around Brothers and there's a line, you know, curling down right. Water Street. And it's just like, that was great for the city. Um, I think they needed that. And, you know, hopefully hopefully they get back there again and we can, you know, have a, a, a similar style um, playoff run and, and maybe we'll get back. But yeah, that was, you know, after everything that happened with COVID and, and the amount of stuff that we all had to go through and obviously DJs, a lot of, a lot of struggling DJs that, you know, couldn't get gigs or, you know, places weren't booking DJs. Um, obviously because of that, I mean, it was something that we all needed and man, what a, what a summer. Yeah. Was, and, and what's weird too about it is, is it, also was later in the summer so it was like hot as shit like yeah, it was yeah. like everybody wanted to be outside like that's so that's going to be a weird dynamic with the if they go on another run like it's really not going to get warm until like the finals like the yeah. finals it'll start feeling warm but like you're still dealing with april and may where you could deal rain you know and you mm-hmm. don't know in may like may is literally an eight ball yeah. um but no it, it was it was awesome to see, and then yeah, there was a little bit of a dip and a scare, but then again, that kind of subsided, and I feel like everything is really rocking and rolling, and now you have the shuffle, which is what their third, basically big event for Swarm, right? In the last, yeah, I mean, they did they did the one in September, then yeah. they did the twelve bars in um, in December, and yeah. now they'll do the shuffle here in March, that yeah. first first week in yeah. uh, in March. So the shuffle, I mean, that's their premiere. Oh, always, totally, yeah. Always has been. Um, I actually don't know if I've ever. We might have done. We did a turkey one. We did a turkey nine, one. Yes. I actually don't know if I've ever participated in the shuffle itself. Like I've always either bounced or DJed. Um, obviously, when Eastsider was around, I you know, and North Avenue was part yeah. of that, which is mm-hmm. it's crazy. To think now about it's Walker's now. Point, which is wild, uh, which is wild in its own right. Like, yeah, I, and there's nothing over there. I wouldn't either. say like Walker's Point would be an area that I would get ripped up at. Right. I, I'd go out, but I don't. I don't look at it as a place I'm crawling around, but to each their own. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's kind of shifted, obviously. But I mean, I, I bounced for maybe the first two of those, and then yeah, shortly after started DJing, and you know, kind of. Either had one gig or then it ballooned. I, believe it or not, I DJed an after party. The official after party was at Victor's one year. Oh, By far the most awkward uh, <laughs> like DJ set I've ever played. So if you've ever been to Victor's, I'm sure you have. I, I have um, only once actually. I, I've uh, been well, dying. Not, I like, no, I like I know the mirrors. So real quick, like Morgan loves Victor's. So my <laughs> wife um, was big college thing. I had two of their Long Islands and was absolutely smacked. Mm-hmm. Was complete like very hungover the next day because it's all sugar. Yeah, and oh, it's, yeah. oh yeah, it's all sugar. All yeah, yeah, no one, yeah. Every liquor possible. <laughs> right. Um, but if you can, if you can remember the bar setup, there's two like long back bars essentially mm-hmm. and then there's a space in the middle right that's where i had set up <laughs> like i was set up in the middle on like my first ever like small dj controller playing to like 40 to 50 people i mean nobody came like 
from the shuffle. No, it was really all like, this. The, it treated was, it, it, like it was some coo- it was some bunch of coogs. Yeah, it and was an interesting crowd. And so I'm like, <laughs> what do I even like? And this was like again, granted, like looking back, like even a year, you realize like the amount of just music that you accumulate, and you're like, how did I? play six years ago like what did I what did I play however long ago it was right um, but yeah it was that was like the most awkward and luckily it was from like six to eight or six to nine and you know I was out of there but like <laughs> a little little place like I, there's literally bartenders backing up oh, me God. in the space that I was and so it was it was by far the most most awkward but so can I ask about the bouncing part like how do you like you bounce yeah. for what two years three years uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, like, for those big events, like, how do you mentally prepare for that? Do you, yeah. can you, do you just say, like, do you just say, all right, fuck it, like, I'm going to have a couple beers, like, take the edge off, and, like, don't listen to John Taffer. Um, yeah. But, like, uh, like, how do you, like, how do you, like, how do you get in that mindset? I always wanted to bounce. My dad was like, you're going to get stabbed um, and advised against it. I still, I don't know if I'd make a good bouncer, so two-part question Mm -hmm. one how do you prepare and you've known me for a long time do you think i would have made a good bouncer or am i too soft to be a bouncer um so you prepare especially at east cider uh you 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 have to drink Uh, no it's fine some places won't let them um but luckily you know at east cider you could you could get away with it um i'll tell you a quick story the by far the most crazy like fight i've ever seen happened on the crawl um a guy that used to work big big bouncer at dick's came in and um, got into, I don't know, got, was a normal guy. He, he was out, he, yep. he you know, understood, you know, etiquette and was never, you know, never had a problem. And it, the group he was with, they got into it with another group. And this guy is a big dude. He's probably, I mean, like jacked, probably like 275, 280, big guy. Um, and bald, I remember it because... Somebody smashed a bottle on his head. Oh, jeez. And it was pandemic. So it was me and our friend Sam Jarkavich was in the back because um, we like kept doors open, keep people like kind of flowing. And like that happened in like pandemonium. I remember somebody like lifting a bar stool at one point. Luckily, I don't think that ever jeez. got to it. But I like did my best to try to calm him down because I'm like, if this guy starts like throwing fists, like the entire bar is getting cleared out because he's that big a guy. Um, we luckily like calmed calmed him down. Got the guys that like started the sh- the fight out. Um, but that was yeah, that was by far the craziest fight I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, I mean like for most most of the the bar crawls, you're just dealing with like the drunk idiots. And like I've I've always been like I don't want to say lenient, but I was always I think at the door you set the tone. Yeah. So you have to either be like straight up and be respectful with them. Hopefully they understand that bar crawls are a little different because everybody's in a certain state of right. Yeah, you you kind of um, just know, and um, you just and you kind of have to toe the line of like, is this guy literally gonna like walk in here and fall flat on his face with another drink, or like, can you kind of monitor, let him in, monitor him, and then go from there? Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you kind of get you, you yeah build oh, it over for time. Sure. You get every kind of person in East Side. I bounced at replay, you know, when it was replay at the time. Oh, shout for a little out. bit as well. The deep um, shout out. Yeah. But no, I think you. I think you'd be great. I think it's, it's a, it really depends. Uh, like I said, if you set the tone at the door and, and you're I, comfortable with it, like yeah, I th- I think you also like can't like have a power trip about it. Like you, mm-hmm. I think I think the worst bouncers are the ones who yeah. I think it's the ones who like are either they failed out of criminal criminal justice, they're <laughs> still studying criminal justice, yeah. or they just have a power trip and they're usually short. 
Um, and like that's usually the combination of the three, right? And if you don't have that mindset, and you're to your point, like you you total line, you establish, and you're like, hey man. And you just realize that if someone looks too drunk, you're like, yeah, man, like, I'm sorry. Like, but you, you don't be a dick about it. You just say like, look, man, sober up, go take a nap, go grab a bite, come back, see us in a couple hours. And unfortunately in a couple hours, you kind of fucking have to let them in. Like you can't like, you're like, can't be like, Hey, just give this guy one and then we'll, we'll do it. But the odds are they're going to, if they're that drunk, they're going to forget that you even said that. Like I had, I had like one instance as an underager going to Buckheads, which is now RWB with like. The long-time bouncer that was there had my brother's ID, which I looked nothing like him. Yeah. And, um, you know, we went trying to get into Buckheads, and um, the guy asked my, when, what, what year I graduated, and uh. I was two years off, and I totally, like, so he took my ID, and I, like, flipped out at him, like, we were, whatever, just John and shit, and I, like think back to that and I'm like god I was such a fucking idiot like <laughs> the guy was doing his job like did what he probably had to do and I like think back on that and I'm like you just like like you're gonna deal with that shit all the time and it made me think like do not be like understand how to deal with these fucking yeah. kids and yeah for sure you know I mean I was never I was never taking and this this was something that like I feel like or at least on uh, Oakland um, and North was like if you took IDs like cops gave you like 10 bucks or something like that like there yeah. was there was sure. I don't know if that was true or not but I was never taking IDs I was never going to be like all right yep I'm snagging this yep I'm snagging this I was always like hey it's a fake whether it's you and, and it's a fake or it's somebody else and it's a fake I'm not going to take your ID, but I can't let you in. I was, right. I was at least like, if you want to try that somewhere else, do it. But I'm like, I, I think that's, I, be the, I think that's the way like, to do it because, like, you there was a scene at Joe Cats. Gosh, this was a few years ago, where somebody ripped up the ID and it was her real fucking ID. Mm-hmm. It was like in Pennsylvania. She's like it's a Pennsylvania ID or something. It was real like yeah, malleable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like ripped it up, and she's like, "That's my real fucking ID, dude." Yeah. And like, God, that's an ultimate scary because it's like. Well, fuck! Like we have to pay you out probably for this ID and yeah. like, and you but still, can't go you can't go anywhere bit. else. Like, I mean, just an asshole move. Yeah, I think the whole "don't be a dick" is like a good advice for bar crawls and for this this time. Most people listening to this podcast have probably done the shuffle, but it's it really is like that's the whole like emphasis is like understand there's gonna be crowds. Understand like you just know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Now I. My other stories of IDs, you bring up to the ID. I tried to get into an ID, a place in Minneapolis with a guy's ID who was 140 pounds. And I got <laughs> laughed at. Um, like it didn't a- work. <laughs> didn't work. We were on a trip for like a Brewers Twin Series and it, it just did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you talk about bar bar fights. My most memorable bar fight that I was, I was not in, but I was at a bar in Eau Claire and I... A bouncer literally did like a WWE move off the bar to, to break it up. Oh, it was like a circle. Everybody was there and he just <laughs> fucking ran. Like it was incredible. Yeah. Um, all time. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's, that's all like stuff with the shuffle where it's like you, you have to brace it. So my wife and I love to debate about like age and like sometimes she's like, you're, you know, you're too old for this. Do you think there is an age where you're like, yeah, this is kind of weird to do like a, Let's just say a full shuffle experience. So yeah. you're buying a shirt, you're out there at noon, like versus hey, maybe you're just seeing your friend DJing out at a, yeah. out at a place. Um, I, I won't put an age on it. I feel like it's more so like all right. So if you lived in Milwaukee and you've kind of been part of the 
not even the scene, but you you're from Milwaukee, you know the shuffle's part of it. And I think if you don't go out as often like as you might have when you were younger and you're going out you're not going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a Thursday or a random right. day. I think it's like, hey, let's get a group of friends together and let's go let's do Okay, yeah, like, I like we're doing that. a day drinking. Like yeah. my wife will tell you she would day drink a hundred times more than she would during the night. Like she's she's like, I would rather day drink and do that rather than go out and be out at night. Um, so I think if you're like older and you maybe you've done a few shuffles before and maybe you know, you're with a group of friends. You're like, hey, like, let's do day drinking. Let's, you know, maybe yeah. we'll we'll go and grab food after or whatever. But um, I don't think there's an age. Like, I mean, if you're out, like, if you're doing the shuffle and you're, like, by yourself and that's a little oh, yeah. different. Like, yeah, your glands you burning like, it. Yeah. You got to have a, a group of people to go with. And if it's right. like, yeah, we, we, did the, we did the one on North Avenue. And now we can do 10 years later, we can do the one on Water. Or the right. Road, and kind of relive some of that nostalgia. I don't, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Um I mean, it is a, it's a, you know, obviously it's a bar crawl. It's a community it's a, event. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, really is at this point. At this point, it's become more of like a thing. I think my other advice to people would be that like, you don't need like a shirt. You don't need, right, right. you don't need tickets. Like, I'm sure they don't want to hear that, but mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't, the only thing it grants you is like just that freedom of mobility. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get a free drink here, a free yeah. drink there, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. From your experience, would you advise people it's an early like you should come early or just like kind of wait yeah. wait till like three or four o'clock when so, when things have calmed either calmed down or increased? Yeah, so I think uh, they typically start either at like noon or one o'clock in the in the past. I think they've kind of floated around with this, and this is something that maybe one of the do's and don'ts of uh, shuffle. And I kind of did this one of my first years in when I lived in Chicago. We pre-gamed for like St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's oh, Day in yeah. Chicago is like Shuffle doesn't t- put a candle to that. It, it's like insane in Chicago. But um, as far as it goes for the Shuffle, like if you're out at you know noon, one o'clock, like I don't know if you need to pre-game. Like there's, I, I get it. Like it's where you like meet up and and people all come together and you go out as groups. Um, but if you're going out at noon, one o'clock, and you're expecting to probably be out for the majority of the day, afternoon, and possibly the night, like you don't need to pregame, like, maybe get a beer in your system, like, we've done, like, I don't know if it was one that we worked, but, like, we went to uh, Hooligans, got, like, food, got a yeah. brunch or a breakfast or whatever, and we all kind of, like, went our separate ways, whether we were working or bouncing or whatever, like, do that. Like, yeah, build a, a base, yeah, but, like, build a base, a but. game just doesn't make sense, because it's, like, by three or four o'clock, you're in the bag, and you're, like, you're, you're the guys that are, you're the ones that are people are, like, not letting in because you're trash already. Yeah, I've definitely done that with people where, like, they're, like, oh, let's host a pregame, and then you're there to, like, three or four o'clock. It would drive me fucking crazy, and they're, like, well, why leave? We have beer here, and it's, like, you fuckers, like, the whole reason that we're together is so we can go out and get ripped up, like, and, and, like, I also think another thing that I, like, to tell people is like try to move around a little bit yep, don't yep. like don't stay in one spot like it's fun but like try the whole part of a bar crawl is to like actually experience like different vibes yep, and yep. every vibe on whether it be third street whether it be water brady walker you're gonna have you're gonna have different like things and maybe yep. you'll find something that you'll stumble into like we stumble being the opportunity yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> but like we um like a month ago 
we went out and ended up at Worst Bar. Mm. And they, like, have, like, a video set going on. And, like, it was, like, it had the feel of Joe Cats, but not, like, the judgment or the, like, elbow to asshole sort of vibe to it. And so, like, we had a fucking great, like, we got ripped up. Like, that was, like, an old school night. We described it as, like, our 19-year LeBron sort of thing, right? Like, where where you you still got it. Like, you, you don't. You do do feel hungover to like Monday afternoon, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. But you still feel like you still have it in you. So that would be my advice: is like don't like don't just stay in one spot. Like I know there are places you like, you don't like, um, and and also just go with the flow. Don't yeah. be a dick. Like I I'm definitely guilty of that sometimes. Where people are like, we're going to this place, and I'm like, ah, I fucking don't like that place, and it's like. But I I think you just got to keep an open mind because at the end of the day, you can always drift away if you yeah. need to. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, if you if you don't bounce around, it's like, what's the point? This is a normal Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Saturday, Friday, Saturday night, right? right? Like, go go to a place that you might not normally go on the weekends or a place you've never been. Like, have a drink, have one, you know, and just check it out. Um, it's one thing as a DJ that you notice is, like, especially like, in Loaded Slate is where I've been, you know, for the last couple of years. Um, and they, it comes in waves. It's almost like as a DJ, you have to, like, block it out because that... Some points it will be balls to the wall, you can't move in there, and then other points you'll just see gaps in the crowd, and it's just like, don't worry about it, it's not you, like, this is just people migrating from bar to bar, and so, like, you start at 12, 1 o'clock, you'll get, a, you know, an early group, and then it's like, oh, they'll leave, and then boom, it'll start, like, you know, kind of piles of people will, will come in, um, but yeah, as a DJ, it's just like, this is all part of the bar crawl, you're never going to have, like, one place that's packed to the max, like for the entire time. Yeah, it's I mean, sometimes. Yeah, yeah but it, 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 that's hard. But like, but also, it's just like, hey, this, it's not you. Like, this is all part of it. They're good, gonna move around. You're good gonna way get to another tell, yeah. wave in in twenty thirty minutes. Like, keep doing what you're doing, and so it's it's yeah. Bar crawls are are, are fun. They are as corny as it sounds. They are a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, um, no doubt. Yeah, like, don't be a don't be a hero. Like. Drink a fucking water here and there, like <laughs> especially like if you're drinking hard shit and maybe you're not, you know, and you're not drinking beer the whole time. Like, don't be here. I have to remind myself too. Is like drink a water here and there because it's every spot you're going to, you're probably going to be doing, you know, a drink or a shot or yeah. it's, you know, say patties. Maybe it's an Irish car bomb, whatever. I'm so. sure for you too. You're standing the entire time, so yeah. like. You might get an opportunity to sit here and there, but like your calf, if you don't like hydrate, your calves start tightening mm. up, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like, I never, I don't think I've ever cramped up except one time, and it was at Brothers during a, uh, one of the Bucks games. It was like really odd because I never, it wasn't like I was super, you know, drunk yep. or anything. Yeah, it just it happens. Like you know, you're moving, especially on like the shuffles. When I mean, I I've DJed the last five or six shuffles, and they've almost all been like ten. 12, 13 hours straight. Um, and actually one year brought two pairs of shoes. Cause I'm like, I'm going to wear one out. And I'm like, my shoes need a break. I'm going to switch them out and like, just wear the comfy ones. There you so go. I like that. I've done that before. I, I also would advise like, to your point about, yeah, it's not a marathon, not a sprint. Like don't, yeah, don't try to be a hero or like also like try to think about like how you're going to space out your night. Like I, we used to do this in college with the, the pickle. Uh, I know Claire shout out yeah. one of my favorite spots. They'd all, they'd have like one big event every, like kind of every semester. Like they had a Christmas, they had like a Palooza, which was in September. And then they had called like a, they called it. What the fuck did they call it? Oh, now I'm forgetting. Oh shit. Uh, I forget what they're, 
that's gonna bother me. But they had a third event in February, March, kind of around this time, and like you just if you I saw guys who would like someone bought a tequila like a bottle of tequila at like ten o'clock and was like pouring in people like I and you you'd always go out the night before. And so, like, I did that shot, and, like, I fucking ran immediately and puked. Like, I – and I don't usually puke. Like, I – if I puke, it's the next day. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's – you got to – you got to make sure you're you're taking care of your body. Also, don't want to tell, like, your girlfriend that you haven't told you loved her, that you loved her. I did that to Morgan. Um, I think I did that, too. I – I did that, too. I – yeah. So, it was at – it was at right around Old German Beer Hall. We ate – and it was my friend Mike and Morgan and her, one of her friends. And I remember I passed out at Mike's after the fact. And I woke up and I was like, I fucking think I said I loved you. <laughs> but I, I, I like, I wasn't like, I was like, nah, nah, I didn't do that. Yeah, like, yeah. I was thinking about saying it and then I didn't say it till like three months later or something my, like that. Uh, not, not my finest moment. Um, not, not because of that, but... It was the the fight night that happened. I was working, and then we were done at like nine or ten, and then somebody else, you know, took over. And so we all, like the bartenders that were working the day shift, and us and my now wife. I think we went to. Uh, I don't know if it was, yeah it was library at the time, uh, library club on right over here on North, um, and this is not my finest moment. The only the only time I've really ever gotten like physical with somebody. Um, so at, you know, they had like a, a stanchion up, like where like the bottle girls could come and get their, you know, whatever, fill up their drinks and stuff. And I apparently kept like backing up like into the stanchion and like moving it. And, um, we were with, uh, Pete, uh, Pete was one of the longtime bartenders at, at Cans and, and Brothers and he's one of the owners at Wawatiki now. Um, he was with us and like a couple other people. And the manager of Library Club comes up to me. He's like short little guy. Of course. And I don't remember what he said. Like he said something like, "Hey, just like try not to like, you know, bump into this or something." Or and I, I must have did it one more time. And he came up again, and I grabbed him by the throat. And I've never done that before. I've never ever like grabbed or like punched or right. anything like that. Which is crazy because like you being in the like bar scene environment, like right, not only right. bouncer like. There, there are so many moments where this could have happened, and this right. was the one moment of weakness. Yeah, and it, and I grabbed him, and, and I remember Pete, the guy, saying, "He's like Shannon, no." And I, he said, "I like pulled my hand down, like and looked at him like a scared puppy because he, he I like instantly knew I was wrong." Um, and I like, I'm an emotional drunk, dude. I'm not, I'm not like a physical. Like when I get emotional, like when I get drunk, I get really happy, like really sappy. And that was like the first time I told my 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 wife. Um, my girlfriend at the time that I loved her because she was like, I know you're not that type of guy. Like, it's okay. You're all right. Like, and yeah. That you was, got kicked out of that place, huh? Uh, I don't know if I did. I think Pete like probably talked him down, but I was like, at that point, I was yeah. like, my, you know, my wife was like, yeah, we should probably go. But I was like, <laughs> I, I told her I loved her because I was just like, that, like, that's that I you see the good in me. I did I not did know. Shit, I did so. not know that we ha- we share this that we both pulled yeah. our now wives that we love them first time at yeah. um, at shuffle. Well, before we go to our questions, um, is there any are there any places where you're like, hey, if you haven't checked out this place, that maybe you should. I know I just mentioned worst. Mm-hmm. Is there any place where you're like, hey, maybe if you're if you're walking around that. Maybe people don't know about or are not familiar with. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I DJ at so many of the same places. I don't get a chance to go out to too many. 
Um, it's supposed to rain, unfortunately, on Saturday, but uh, Mojo has a really cool balcony. Yeah. Or balcony. Oh, yeah, 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 patio. Uh, so the Old Rogues, um, huge patio, so if you're familiar with that, it's a cool spot. Like It'll be great during the day if the weather's okay. Um, I know you were just there, but... The newly renovated brothers, yeah, is really cool. Oh, I was gonna uh, say it. Like it, two I told floors, you, a three floors. I think yeah, it's massive. I um, told you and Mitch, like I'm like, this two, is a good, floors, this is a good day drinking spot because yeah. it's so open concept huge, where huge. and it's all windows, so like it comes even if it's like cloudy outside, it's still like it. It's a bunch of natural light. I yeah. don't know. I am a sucker for natural light. Like I love that idea of it. So I think that. It's one of those places where you think of it, yeah, it's like this party, whatever, but a lot of people who we were with were a bunch of Marquette grads, and so they were kind of like, brothers, what? And then when they got in there, everybody was having a good time, yeah. and they they have a bunch of tables, too. Like, it's yeah. really easy yeah. to, like, sit. Like, you don't have to be standing the entire time. If you want to go dance, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a dance floor. But, yeah, no, I would uh, – brothers would be one. I also would – You've DJed there, but I think Whitetail's very underrated. Yep, yep, I yep. think uh, like that's a very like good like like if you've never been there, absolutely check it out. It's also like a good uh, like midway place to go. Like, yeah, if you're in between like Slate or like Water, and you're coming to Third, and maybe you're gonna bounce around to RWB. Like it's a good like hey, let's chill out for a sec. Let's grab a drink there. Like music, obviously they're gonna have DJs all day. Um, always, yeah, that's a chill spot, and it's like. You're not going to be overwhelmed by like too many people and like a dance floor. You like you don't you know feel the need to dance there. Um, so that's always a, a really fun like place to go. Um, I'm trying to think like Jefferson like Room Seven has been open for two years now. It's it's a tough sell for a, a bar crawl because it's it's kind of yeah. dark and it's still very like right. lounge clubby. But yeah. like they'll be open. So if you haven't been there. I would encourage just just to check it out. Sophie um, is one of my favorite places to play in the entire city. Um, again, another tough sell just because it's it's downstairs. You have to go down the stairs, and there's there is like no windows. No, there, so no. it's gonna be dark yeah. to the to the. I mean, I'm sure they'll light it up, but like good vibes, super good drinks. Um, staff there's awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, I'm trying they, to think of the new places that are. Right I mean, the new camp is nice. They have a yeah, they yeah. have a a whole like they call it Lucky Camp. They have uh, popcorn going, so that like I don't know if they'll have it going on Saturday, but yeah, mm-hmm. they have a, a big again another place you can sit, you can enjoy yourself. You don't necessarily have to be standing the entire time. Yeah, they might clear it out, and yeah, there's always you can always play the hits too. And yeah. I think also don't be surprised if Harp charges you a cover, as we yeah, learned yeah. Uh, back in the summertime. Yeah. That was probably the last time I was a yeah. dick to a bartender or a bouncer because we <laughs> get we we all go up there and we've all been to the Harp. We I would say Harp's like one of the places I've gotten the most drunk. If you had to like power rank it, and I think we did that on the last show, yeah. and I was like. What do you mean we have to pay a cover? They're like, yeah, we charge five bucks. I'm like, we're what? like, it's this guy's bathroom. <laughs> well, we're all we're all just like bunch of Karens. We're like, what the fuck? Like this, not, this is not my harp. And literally, <laughs> we, no place is as fun as harp is that night. We come back with like our tails between our legs, and we're like, all right, we'll play a fucking five dollars, whatever, man. So that's yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good spots. Also, too, I just looked at the weather. Right now, we're looking at. 58 and cloudy on Saturday. That is trouble. I thought it was supposed to, I mean, I think I looked Monday, it was supposed to rain, so no rain in 58, that's true. Oh, 58, I mean. On top of an evening 
Team Marquette game. That's gonna be fifty-eight. Trouble. Just crop tops everywhere. Not that any of us would look, but you know, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a wild scene. Yeah. Um, so I do have a few questions. Yeah. Um, from thank you for all those who did. Uh, you can you can also do. We'll try to do that more on these sort of things. Um, we'll do real, real quick. So yeah, shuffle, yeah. Shuffle wise, TBD on slate uh, should be there. Hopefully from one to five. So. Make your way in there uh, for the first, you know, couple hours. Uh, six to ten at uh, RWB. Um, they are also going to be hosting a watch party for the Marquette game during that time. Um, and then to close the night at Brothers, ten to close. So if you're wow. if you're in the crew and you're still feeling good, um, say hi. If I can buy a drink, buy a beer, um, I will do so. But yeah, that's where I'll be at. There we go. We'll say that back at the at the end too, um, because yeah, that's. Now you'll get the zombies by brothers at ten o'clock. Like yeah, I mean I think but you you'll get the zombies no matter what. You'll still get the crew that like doesn't go doesn't do the, the yeah. You get the pre you, know, you like get the market. There are people that don't do the shuffle, <laughs> uh, but then on top of that you'll get the uh, um, the Marquette crew as well after the game. So it should be a good mix and. I mean, I don't care how drunk they are, man. As long as the place is full, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's always a party, so. Absolutely. Okay, so I have a few questions. Yeah. One, would you ever DJ for the Johnsonville heiress? Uh, a story that we told from Alcar oh, Lake. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's 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 super interesting that, uh, we, that when we, we talked about that, that if you want to kind of talk or do a little backstory about what Yeah, sure. Know. I probably should, yeah. Surprise people are like, what the fuck? Basically, the long story short of it is my wife was at a bachelorette party in Elkhart Lake. They were requesting songs. The girls got mad. It ended up being the Johnsonville heiress, um, Boomer Siason's daughter, who used to be popular on Instagram. She shut it down now because she's a mom and whatever. But yeah, basically the whole thing. And they, uh, they they got real mad. It was a real fight. And they thought they were like low-class people. And it turns out they're worth a ton of money. And she, I had friends who went to that wedding and like Kenny Chesney, like was their performer on like the rehearsal, so yeah. like casual in Florida. So like if if like basically if Charlie wanted to have his bachelor party at Trinity, he and he would say, hey Shannon, I'm gonna pay you to be the DJ as long as Trinity agreed with it. You know they could they could do that, and then it, it just makes it awkward for everybody else in there because they're expecting they want to hear you know whatever they want to hear when they go to that bar. But if the bride or the groom or whoever is paying the DJ for that night. They're expected to play whatever they want. You know, they might have to, you know, they might be playing more country than they I, might normally do. Honestly, if you do that, like, first of all, you're an asshole if you do it that. Is, at a, <clears throat> if you do it at a place, like, you need to, like, just do a private room. Like, yeah, I think about, great, like, yeah. now granted it's not a space for DJs, but, like, who's on third as a private room? Like, mm-hmm. Nomad has a private room. Like, pick somewhere where you can just be by yourself with your group yeah. and then invite people up as you see fit, right? Yeah. Like, treat it like uh, a cabana in Vegas, right? You can invite people in there. You know, if you want to have people hang out, cool. But if you don't, like, fuck it. It can just be... But also, then, see, that's the weird part, too. Like, why would you want that? Like, I don't Yeah, know. I mean, like, like for me, if... I mean, if the money's right, it's one thing, which I'm sure they, they paid that guy pretty well. But, like, I think it would be more so, like, am I really going to be restricted to, like, what this... Like, maybe they only want to hear 90s shit, and I'm like, do I really want to play that the entire time? Well, they're paying me, so I might as well. It's kind of like... I mean, it's kind of like so, DJ in a wedding so at the, the end of the day. But. So, the, I did have a, another question of... It, it, what, what is the one song you would refuse to pe- play <laughs> even if someone offered you a million bucks? Oh, does man. it not exist? Does it not exist? Like a million, do- I mean, a million. Yeah, yeah, that's unrealistic. All right, let's just let's just put it at hundred dollars. 
Uh, like hundred dollars, which I think you said on the last show, ninety was the high. Yeah. Uh, which is it still a high, or do we have a new career um, high? I, I've made a hundred plus okay. before. Yeah. All right, so we'll we'll put it at two hundred. Someone's giving you two hundred. That's is that's, there is there a song where you're like, yeah, I can't do that. Um, it's got to be like a show tune song, like. <laughs> I mean, two, like, I mean, $200 like, is like a lot of money, but like, if somebody was like, can you play like the Frozen theme song? Like, it's it would be something yeah, like that. Yeah, so like, Disney. Like, Cyber type shit, yeah. like, that's easy. Like, right. I mean, God, I play like High School Musical. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Part of me and Brothers all the time. Listen, it goes off. listen, listen. The High School Musical, <laughs> like, you guys, that was one of the best. We were, I think that was the, after the game two, we're up there hanging out with Shannon. We're having a good time. It might not even have been that. It might have been another time. And you're like, watch this shit. And you, you like, you it's play like, it. Uh, and it just, everyone's going nuts. And it's all this. Yeah, I'd have to say it would be something like that. If, if it's like something really slow where it would yeah, just kill I mean, kill the vibe. Like yeah. like an Adele, like, hello. Yeah, something like, it's tough because like, like you could play like the new Adele now and people would like, yeah. would enjoy it. But it's it's like something that would entirely kill the mood. If it's stuff that, like, nobody knows, like, I get requests from certain places that are, like, maybe it's an Indian song, or maybe it's, like, sure, or more of, like, an Afro beat song where maybe only a handful of people know, or whatever, um, like, those I can usually, it all depends, like, if I'm at a certain place and I know I can get away with it, I'll play it, especially if somebody's willing to pay that much money right. for it, um, but I'm, I'm different from a lot of DJs, like, I, I actually kind of welcome certain requests, I, I think it just helps the overall, like, mood of the crowd. Like, if you're taking it rather than being, like, a dick and saying no. Like, there's signs at Brothers that are jokes that are, like, 70, like, they have some DJs, like, logos on it. It's, like, $75 per song request, $100 <laughs> per song request, and it's right at the glass. Yeah. Um, and I, I walk up and see that, and I'm like, no, 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 that's not me. Like, if you want it, if it makes sense, I'll play it. But, like, it would have to be something so out of the ordinary or so, like, unfitting for where I was to not play it. Um, like... If I was at 720, for example, and somebody came up and was like, play play High School Music at 720 or play yeah. for a Disney theme song there, I'm like, yeah, that I'll get kicked off right now. <laughs> so, like, so I don't, you know, it, it depends on the venue, but yeah, there's, yeah. off the top of my head, there's no, there's, the limit doesn't exist yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah. All right. So this is from your wife. Will your son Shay, will he say mama or data first? <laughs> Probably Mama. I think the M's, I, I told him today, I'm like, the M's are easier to say. He's already like, mm, you know, he already said, like, kind of hums an M. But uh, I, I've been trying. I've been trying to push the data there quite a go. bit. But are, I, think, are, uh, I think Mama's coming first. Are we putting, like, balls in his left hand? So, like, we get a lefty, we're trying to... Um, I think he's a lefty. I don't know. I, I feel like he's a lefty because he, oh, he uses go. it a little bit more. Um, he plays. He like plays with his food with his left a little bit more. But, okay, uh, so we we might know, we'll see. We'll might see. have might have a little rock star there. Okay, other DJ questions. Is it true that behind every good DJ is an even better person operating the smoke machine? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's certain there's certain places where you kind of have to do both um, at times, but um, yeah, a thousand percent. Like lights are half the battle in in like some of the clubs. Like loaded slate. Obviously, you're not worrying about that. Or like whitetail. Uh, Brothers and RWB, it's like half half the battle is the lights and the smoke and the C, like CO two they added at at RWB, so, that, so that's a blast. Um, 
but yeah, I'm guessing that came from Henny. But yeah, it might have, uh, uh, might have been from Henny. That, uh, yeah, that has a lot to do with it, and it, it just uh, changes kind of like the, the overall dynamic of the room. The last question I have is. I guess do you have a flashing story. Someone said best flashing story. So yeah. have you ever? Have you maybe not best, but like yeah. have you ever been flashed? Have you ever witnessed something where it was like out, just out of the ordinary? Yeah, uh, I mean I've been flashed, not like per, like just because of me. Like this girl kind of showed like the whole bar, and I don't know if she was just drunk or was feeling herself or whatever. Just reliving her girls' yeah, on just, wild days. Yeah, wanted to wanted to let them out, and so that yeah. was that was like the extent of it. Um, I don't think I've ever had. Any, I only had one instance of that. Um, yeah, but trying to think of like any other. Like, my only one thing. I have is I, I had a friend who chugged a beer through his shirt, and then the girl reciprocated. It was outside the window at Nomad, and oh. then she showed her tits, oh, and that was yeah, that was that's the last time I was flashed by you know someone who wasn't my wife. Right. Um, <laughs> right. This was a few years ago actually, but um, no, it was um, it, that flashing. I don't feel like it's a lost art. I think like Girls Gone Wild was like the premiere, the peak of flashing. Yeah. Um, and and then we've kind of we strayed from the sun. Um, we had a we had knew a girl in college who dated one of my buddies, and she won. There was one pickle event where she like was just flashing everybody, and we it was when that like Roll Tide commercial was really popular. Oh, you know, yeah, where yeah. they're at the wedding, they're like. Roll Tide, and so we're like, yeah. we're all, yeah, and we all saw her tits and Roll Tide, <laughs> like we, we, because we thought they were getting married, like they had been dating for pretty much the entire, yeah. uh, the entire college didn't happen, um, but you know, it's he's doing fine now, but still, like, yeah, flashing lost art, um, just not something you you see anymore. Not that I'm encouraging it. We have a inclusive podcast, but <laughs> you know, I think more and more it's just like. Let's wear as little clothing as possible. You know, we're just yeah. gonna inspire from euphoria, and that's basically it. Even though they're like high schoolers. Yeah, I will say like at uh, at RWB and Brothers because you have kind of the point of view that you do. You see a lot of weird shit. Like um, the uh, the New Year's New Year's Eve, there was like a guy with his shirt off at like ten thirty already, and just that's like aggressive. dancing. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I think it's it's like those two places are like the best for just watching terrible dancing. Um, have you seen how many times have you seen a guy probably more than you can count like getting turned away from like trying to make out with a girl and she's like nah, uh, nah. I mean it, it happens oh god I would time. laugh I would just um, la- I would just laugh so hard it's hard to like focus on that but like yeah. it, it, if they're right there and it's just like dude I can sometimes I'll like I'll even take my phone out just to like try to send it to our group and be like this guy is struggling he's striking out real easy and so, or or the the weirdest is and I'm, I'm guilty of this I did this at a whiskey bar years ago um, <laughs> like getting into a fight at, on like the dance floor with like your significant other and you're like oh god yeah and it's like oh man like just yeah. not just not worth not it the, not the time or the place no I mean, absolutely. you know everyone's watching you oh right exactly and it's like if that music stops you're fucked man yep um, but yeah, that's uh, no. Those are good questions. Those are all. That's those are all I had from that. So thank you for those yeah. who submitted. Okay, so I said we'll talk a little sports. Um, what's what's like sticking in your craw? Like, what's your? What are the things you care about right now? Where you're like, I'm really focused in on this. Whether it's Rogers, whether it's the Bucks, whether it's the NFL draft that's coming up. Like, where are you? Like, yeah. What or the NCAA tournament for that matter? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a. The Bucks and Rodgers, obviously, right now, like the we've we've talked about it. The Bucks are just 
taking us on a roller coaster again. You know, I, I thought the Nets was just such a letdown game. Um, it was tough. I mean, after, especially after, weirdly, you have, like, this Marquette thing. I realize that some fans aren't Marquette fans now. Some fans aren't Bucks fans, right? Yeah. I get it. But, like, you had – the vibes were really high. Like, every, a lot of people have been out, yeah, like, yeah. feeling good, and then you come in, and you you probably should have won that game, and they just fell apart. It yeah. was embarrassing. And it's, like – I think I mentioned it to you, you and Mitch, um, about, like, how Giannis seems uninterested in, in some of the fourth quarters. Like, I really don't – unfortunately, I don't have Bally, so I don't get a, a chance to watch every game. But when they played Phoenix – I get okay with that. It was, uh, just, it was just, like, he kind of, like, seemed disinterested. And, again, that was at the end of a road trip, whatever – but then again, in against the Nets, he had like a bunch of just bad turnovers. There was a handoff to, to Drew that's like a normal play they run coming up full court, and he chucks the ball at Drew, and Drew like wasn't expecting a pass as fast as it came, and, and he lost it out of bounds. And that was just like, yeah, what are, you, what are you doing? So it's just like at times I feel like he mentally, not physically, like he'll still get his points and he's still engaged, but like mentally he, he seems to check out um, at times and like, like the Drew free throw stuff, he's got to figure out, and you're hoping like the Charlotte game helps Chris kind of get back on. On you know he didn't shoot it great, but like hopefully he gets back, you know, into his groove towards you know towards the end of the year. I think what you said on an earlier pod, I think it's good that they play this competition down the stretch because they can't they can't slack on any games. No, and I think and I I think if you ask any any champion that's won twice, they'll say the second one is the hardest because. Yeah. Not only are you de- like battling your own demons of like I gotta do this again, I gotta get up for every game. Like every team wants your head. Like yep. they're they're gonna come in harder than they have before, and they want to beat the champ. So it's like you gotta do both of that and get up for every game and expect the same thing from every team, regardless of where they are in standings or how good they are. Right, and you're gonna get like especially later in the year, you're gonna have teams who aren't gonna be in the playoffs who are like, oh, we just want to put this feather in our hat. Yep. Like we yep. just. We just want to, like, end the year on a high note. You see this a little bit in, like, college basketball. Like, last night, Nebraska beats Ohio State, right? Nebraska's trash. Yep, They're yep. not going to do anything. They're not, their season is done whenever the Big Ten tournament's done. But they, you know, they get that. You know, maybe they could beat the Badgers on Sunday. Not saying they will. But I'm just saying, like, I think you'll get that in the Bucks where you'll have, like, a Pistons or you'll have a Thunder where they don't nest. They can, like, hang their hat on that. They can kind of push forward the next season um and yeah I, I think that they need to lock in and just need i think they'll continue to get consistent with the guys that are playing and they haven't they like holiday middleton and Giannis. this is now their 34th game together yeah so if you, you think about it like that's not a lot no. and so it just needs to happen more and more and i think if as long as everybody stays healthy and nothing happens i think that'll be good and and you have Miami, Chicago. We'll see. We're taping midway through the third, but we'll see what happens in this one. And then you, you know, if you can beat Chicago and you can go two, two out of three, they should go two out of three. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse to not go two out of three. Phoenix has not looked the same since uh, they've lost Chris Paul. Chicago cannot stop a big man to save their soul, and they've mm-hmm. lost every good team. So those teams, you sh- and they, I know Chicago is going to be out for blood, but they should relish that. They yeah. should relish. The fact that Chicago wants their head, and it's going to be a crazy crowd. Probably one of the louder Bulls crowds I think we've had in a long time. Yeah. So Yeah, that'd be a good. And the one thing that worries me a little bit is, like, Brooke can't be, like, the answer. Like, no. we have no idea what he's going to look like. We have no idea the minutes he's going to play. <laughs> like, I, I hate the people saying, that. oh, it's because of Brooke. He's not playing. Yeah, he's got an effect on, on everything that we do. But, like, 
you guys can't like just hope that he's the the missing piece for all of this and expect the Bucks to be you know championship ready when he gets back because he's probably not going to be ready like that. So I just I, I worry a little bit about that. It's just the up and down on some of these games is is what bothers me the most. Um, but I mean the pieces are all right there. Like I like the guys we added, Bembry and then Devon or Javon Carter on. Add a nice little piece on defense, and you know Bobby's playing out of his mind. So yeah, Bobby's been great, and I don't know if we can keep Bobby another year. At some point, someone's some know. agent's gonna tell him like, "Hey, dude, like, go he, cash out." He loves Milwaukee. Like he. Oh yeah, you can build a fucking statue. Frequents a certain uh, Middle Eastern uh, bar or club on, on oh. the street. Oh yeah, a little um, hookah. Saw, saw him a couple weeks ago, so um, he he loves Milwaukee, and you can just tell like. The people people went up to him and you know were you know introducing or shaking his hand and this and that and he welcomed everybody embraced everybody he loves it here and that's so cool to see but um, yeah, yeah it, it, at some point it has it's to gonna be tough to, to keep him as much as as much as he's loved and much as he uh, so here. so do you think Rogers waits till after the combine to sign everything he, if if Rogers was a true asshole he's gonna do it like in the middle of Saturday like I'm ready to go out with my friends like and I'm like I fucking have to night. I have to fucking do like a instant reaction and got to get it up on all the socials and. I am yeah, half in the bag already. Like that's probably what Rogers will do to me because it's like, what are we waiting for? Like he, I mean, it's gotta happen. Like, well, well right, week, right. No, yeah, they have to. They have to do it by March the eighth, and then like Lafleur today was like, you know, he played a significant role in bringing back Tom Clements. Okay, well, if he's brought up a significant role. Just be like, yeah, Aaron's coming back. Why, or, would, why would Clements come either? If yeah, he didn't, you know, have some inclination, right? Or that or that Rogers is gonna come back and. I think it's funny that, like, you talk a lot about, like, the salary cap being fake. And, yes. Like, why wouldn't, you know, again, if, if Rodgers didn't ask for that money, then fine. But why wouldn't he ask for as much money as he wants if he doesn't, you know, if he thinks the salary cap is fake? Like, he's like, I know my guys will get the money, right? Like, yeah. I'll ask for as much as I can because I know the salary cap's fake or I know right. I'll get a deal done no matter what I ask for. So, like, why take less money? Same thing with it that he said. He's like, I wouldn't expect uh, Devontae to take less money. So Yeah, and, and I, I've said this a few times in the pod, but bears repeating. No one's going to be like Tom Brady. No one has a yeah. fucking $100 million wife who right. just, like, basically shits money. Like, she wakes up, she's like, oh, the check cleared, right? Yeah. And, yeah. like, Shailene is an actress, yes, but, like, Shailene's not getting, like, fucking $10 million a film. Like, she's right. getting money, but not to the level. I mean, what is she done other than big little lives uh not a lot i think she kind of like just recently at least yeah i think I she kind of pulls put you know <laughs> not that she should be picking her spots because like it's like ah you're not that great of an actress like i don't know is shailene Woodley a good actress she was good in big little lies yes for sure I, like that series i wasn't a huge fan of my wife is because of uh i think his name's theo um, the actor, but uh, yeah, I mean, she was fine in that. It, uh, I didn't see. Um, she's in another movie. Uh, I can't remember. She's got like the illness and. Oh yeah, the fall in her stars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never saw that. But there's, uh, I, I didn't mind her as an actress. There's a show called Three Women where she'll star in an intimate, moving portrayal of real women reclaiming their life. I cannot. Mm-hmm. Not nope. Netflix never. We got a, a high school movie that she's playing where, like, 
A high schooler uh, navigates an emotional fault she experienced with a school tragedy. Again, what like what the fuck are we doing? She, she seems to, other than divergence, she seems to play a very similar role. I feel like okay. Well, she is doing <laughs> she is doing a biopic of Enzo Ferrari in on that, oh, okay. but she's not playing Ferrari's husband. She's playing Lin, Lina Lari, who I don't know who it is. Who do you think's playing Ferrari? Oh God, is it a big actor? He was just an Italian in another movie. Oh, and he, he kind of had a bad Italian accent, but it, it worked for the movie. I don't know if you saw it. Probably not. No, Adam no. Driver. So he played, he was oh, the House oh. of Gucci. So, okay. And then Penelope Cruz is playing his wife. Interesting. Okay. Penelope Cruz, I mean, talk about someone still throwing like 104 off the black, right? Yeah. I mean, hmm. that's, yeah. Someone brought up Vita Guerrera the other day. I, I hadn't oh, thought about Vita Guerrera in a long time. Because of the Kanye uh, No, so I, maybe. Was it was she in the Kanye documentary? Like, I'm way like behind. He, he was, like, she was mentioned in so much of his music, and he's got it. Like, his yeah. old music has come full circle. I don't oh, know if yeah. I ever watched that incredible documentary. If you hate Kanye, like, not that this will make you like, like him, but it, it just gives you an appreciation for who he is as an artist. He's off his fucking rocker right now, but like, musically, like, I don't think there's anybody in the last. 30 years I, that can I have to, other than maybe Michael Jackson. I have to watch that. I have it's, to just sit down. Awesome. I just have to sit down and do it. Um, I will say, too, that I think this is kind of a hot take. And I, I think music documentaries are better than sports documentaries. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, the Defiant Ones is Defiant one of my favorite. Awesome. Unbelievable documentary. I think because it, it... It's tough because they do both. Like, right? They both kind of tie us into our, our childhood from yeah, the start. You know, right. Some of them. Um, but I think with like the sports stuff, you see, I feel like you see a lot of that. Like you see most of it because it's like within games or it's in practices. Yeah. Whereas like the music stuff is almost all like behind the scenes. Yeah, so you like yeah that, you appreciate that a little more. Yeah, you don't get like the like sports. You almost know all the stories. Like everybody has trouble, you know, keeping their mouth shuts, right? right? And no one, no one's actually quiet. Like it's rare that you get new stories. Like the original thirty for thirties were great at that. Like yeah, the yeah. Like one, like the Twice Brothers, uh, the one about Petrovich and Vladi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I fucking cried. Like I legit was like bawling my eyes out mm-hmm. watching that. Or like I knew a little bit about like the SMU death penalty, but I didn't know to yeah, the extent. Cool like Pony Excess, like the U we all loved, right? Yeah. And and so, but yeah, I mean it's there. So NCAA tournament coming up. I I kind of want to do something with the brackets. I got to get get on that. I'll talk to you later on offline about that. Yeah. But. So you're a Syracuse fan. They're not <laughs> yeah. making the tournament unless yeah, an no, act of God. They might get lucky to make the NIT. Um, do you? So who are you pulling for? Are you going to pull for local? Or is there a team you like that isn't local where you're like, I'm just going to itch on that bandwagon, pick down the win, and be yeah, like, fuck I it. I mean, like, I've never been a huge, like, Wisconsin fan. I mean, I will obviously, like, support them. And, you know, I would like them to win. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, good, for, good for business, right? Yeah. Like, if they're playing Final <laughs> yeah. Four or they're playing Elite Eight but on a Saturday. Same, you know, Marquette's the same way. You know, Marquette's, you know, finally, you know, going to be relevant in the tournament. They, gotta, they have an interesting team that could certainly give – people fits um yeah i don't i don't know i don't want to see like the same like i liked last year it was like duke and like baylor a team that was you're not duke excuse me uh, gonzaga and yeah. baylor and like ucla teams that some of them are blue bloods but like you, baylor did a lot of people like ex- expect that or no. um i mean like I, I, I would like to see you know just selfishly because syracuse is in the acc like It'd be nice to, like, if the ACC is truly, like, this good a, a conference, like, uh, you know, are your Dukes or 
you know, some of your bigger teams. I don't want to see Duke. I don't want to see Duke. I can't. I can't stand the Chashevsky ball washing that has already taken place. It's like like, apropos, right? If they. He goes out and you know rides into the sunset with a, right. a championship. He's gonna get there and get every fucking. I mean, clock. they should like they have three like arguably lottery picks on yeah. the team right now, and Kentucky's interesting. I, I, love I, I like I like uh, Gonzaga. Just I think you know being there last year helped them. And Chet's just such a weird like unicorn of a player. Chet, um, we used to call we used to call white guys clear guys. Chet's a clear guy. Yeah, he's, he is. Chet's you clear. You got and you got like yeah, no, the guys that came. You know, some of the guys that came back. Like they're an interesting team. I think it's just going to be a really really interesting turn. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's nobody that in my head like runs away with it. Like Auburn's super interesting, but they can't win on the road. They they, they you know, they've they've struggled on the road. They I think what what Auburn screws themselves with is that their guards want to be the star. They yeah. have like. They have Jabari Smith. It's, it's like, like, this guy it's like yeah, just give Jabari the fucking ball in the last four minutes yeah. and you're going to be good. I think I always fall in love with Arizona. I don't know yeah, why. I, I do think too. I do too. It, it's probably because both of us probably grew up. We, we grew one up of our first good. memories was probably Mike Bibby and fucking Miles Simon. Like, you and know, they fly under the radar because just of how late they and they yeah, they're, they're super and, fun. Like Kirk Kleza yeah. and they got that big seven one guy. And yeah, so it's it's it is gonna be I agree, it's gonna be a really fun tournament. I think it adds Kansas has flown over the yeah. radar too this year. Yeah, maybe. they and they their kid their uh Ojubi or Jobby is yeah. uh, Busher's name. He's from Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Um and they uh but yeah, I think the fact too that the tournament's gonna be here adds an element. Like yeah. those will be really fun nights to go out. Like the first one's Friday, the next yeah. one's Sunday. So like that Saturday where everybody's not at a game, they're right. gonna stay overnight. Gonna and tra- and I mean, gonna yeah, gonna it's gonna be yeah, and they'll usually do close. So whether it's gonna be Badger fans and maybe Tennessee mm-hmm. or. Um, trying to think Illinois maybe yeah, yeah. I think they're, it's going to be a, a really good time so yeah it's definitely there and uh, yeah anything else for the people before uh, before we wrap up anything I missed anything you've, mm-hmm. you you had on your radar where uh, I was just like just the draft yeah, I'm interested to see kind of where <laughs> I mean I think a lot of people are, are hoping the Packers do what they've done or haven't done forever and, and draft a receiver I, soon or early I, yeah, I have like a topic in the chamber of like <clears> the like, why do they torment Packer fans with, like, the idea that they could yeah. draft a receiver? Maybe yeah. I they... mean, like, I saw I saw today that, like, um, Jameson Williams and Olave were in for, like, a pre-draft meeting, which they do with everybody. I think those guys are gone in, like, the top 15 anyways. Maybe, but... but I think it... you mentioned Nicobe Dean. Like, he's not, oh. he's not making it to us. Listen, listen. He's, I, I can't... Love, I mean, you I can't love to get him, uh, but, like, yeah. talk about a guy that, like, a, a linebacker that you could truly, like... Build your yeah, he's a game. He's a game changer. He's like someone called him Zach Thomas, like because Zach Thomas, remember, undersized linebacker, yeah. but like Hall of Famer. Like I don't know if Zach Thomas is Hall of Famer, actually, but near Hall of Famer, really yeah. good player. Like I think that he's really exciting. Um, I'm not about the kid from uh, Texas A&M who's kind of drawing Leal or Leal, who's drawing a lot of like Rashawn Gary comparisons because yeah. like he has all the talent in the world, five star guy. Yeah. But he didn't like Rashawn Gary never really had off the field issues. Rashawn Gary just kind of yeah, he just kind of didn't give a shit, right? Like Leal, Leal had actual off the field issues. So like that to me, and I like I don't know if that's the the route that Green Bay needs to go. Yeah. Um, I saw some. I saw the kid from North Dakota State mocked to us. Oh, love times. him, Watson. I think they go. I think they have to go offensive line or receiver with their first pick, and then it's you know it's such a crapshoot from there. Um, it's a really fun receiver draft. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you have to get a receiver. I think if 
I lo- I also really like Luke Rackert, the uh, Ohio State tight end. Yeah, I think yeah. he's. Uh, They're talking big. I mean, he's. I mean, he's one of the other guys. I think it's him and the the kid from Notre Dame are like the two that, yeah. that are. You know. I also I also had a weird thought. I was listening to Quincy Avery and Jordan Palmer on Arcillo's podcast, who they work with all these quarterbacks, and they were describing Carson Strong and like Carson yeah, Strong, yeah. big arm dude, like mm-hmm. just like can chuck it, and I'm like. Sounds like a Packer. Like, yeah. I like, I like, I kind of sounds like guys that we like. I'm not saying they would draft him unless they traded Jordan Love. That'd be the only way. Yeah, that's but such, I mean, like, where? Do, I mean, if Rogers stays, like, what do you do with him? Like, he hasn't shown enough for somebody to really like say I can develop this kid into. Unless there was somebody pre-draft before that really liked him. Well, the, the Colts. I mean, the Colts were the team. The Colts <laughs> were really interested. The whole reason why the Packers moved up was because they thought the Colts were going to take him. Yeah. Which is a weird twist because it's like, well, if the Colts would have t- taken him, would we have drafted Michael Pittman? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it's draft, interesting. Draft fun. It's just really, it'll, I mean, there's so much oh, riding on, on Rodgers and then as a trickle effect with Devontae. Like, I think Devontae's getting tagged no matter what. But yeah. It's like everything rides on what, you, what you're going to pay Rodgers. And then from there, like I saw today, like they want to sign, they want to resign Preston. Um, and maybe maybe Sewell and bring yeah. him back and let's see what happens. But I still, yeah, I mean, there's everything is just waiting on this decision and it's like, all right, let's go from there. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. We'll see. It'll be fun. Let's I just, let's just like get this news in the next week and then I, we'll go from there. But I, yeah. I think it's all about just keeping a level head. This is a time of year where you gotta like gotta look at it. You gotta be like just dialed in where it's like okay just try to there's so much like i'm guilty of it too like i'll I'll read a report or something from god knows what source and you know run with it and it's just like there's so much bullshit and so much like fake news out there it's just somebody is trying to break the story and don't have any real sources behind it so um yeah it's just like let's 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 it let's him make that call and, and actually get that confirmed and then go from there and man they have the roster to, to do it and they just i mean they're they're the they're the favorite in the nfc with rogers back no, no question like yeah well, stop. i mean the rams will be back but like well, the packers will own the rams well i mean tampa bay is not going to be relevant no tampa is not going to be relevant they <laughs> might try a trade for jimmy g they're they think like blaine gabbert can be a quarterback which is crazy That's insane. I, like i think we've done the blaine gabbert yeah. stuff um yeah and I, I i think I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle just says we're going to keep Russell Wilson, get him on board, and just start rebuilding the roster, like sign a bunch of guys and yeah. see if you can make something happen. But the problem with them is that Pete Carroll's fucking old. He's yeah. probably too old to be a head coach in in the NFL. So we'll we'll have to see, man. It'll be fun. But, yeah, no, it'll be a fun, fun spring. It starts with the shuffle this Saturday. Make sure you're checking out Shannon, whether maybe at Slate. Uh, but if not at Slate – He'll definitely be at Red, White, and Blue. Uh, go see him. Maybe hang out for the Marquette game and their watch party. And then after that, it'll be at Brothers. So if you're going to do a little late night thing, either Red, White, or Blue, or, or uh, Brothers, he's on the socials, Shayken underscore. Uh, make sure you're giving him a follow and checking him out. And, yeah, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Make sure. Honestly, and it's not only because I'm on the podcast. I literally start every morning with your podcast. Well, I thank you. I have to be better about sometimes getting it up in the morning. Sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I get up early and might go to the gym. It's like 7, 30, 8, 30. I'm like, ah, shit, he's not up. It's not you got to keep me, you gotta keep me accountable. Like, seriously. Like, I've, if I hear for – I know there are multiple people. It happens too. Like – and I, I get so mad, but I got to tell you, so it's, sometimes it's hard because it's like 10.30 and you're like, all right, well, I got to let the dog out. I got to do this. And then it's like, 
guess I gotta do a fucking pod. But I, I always do like doing the night pods. I just wish I had more time. Yeah. But we all do. Man. But make and appreciate all the support and make sure you stay away from bread knives this weekend, guys. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. just oh man. Yeah. What a story that was. We could do a whole show on that. Not, um yeah. not the not the best story coming out of Green Bay that's that's uh, non Rogers yeah, Unbelievable. Uh all right. Well take care guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Um we'll do a weekend preview. We'll probably recap what happened with the Bucks and get ready for uh, the weekend that is. And it should be a good one. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.